Welcome to Quranic. I'm Crystal Chavez. Hope you're having a low pain day. For those of you who may not know, I've been living with fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis. And just like you, I'm always looking for new ways to manage my pain and live the best life possible. That brings me to today's guest, Dr. Shivani Gupta. She grew up in Houston, Texas in an immigrant family. They just wanted the American dream. And so I grew up not only getting to grow up in a business family here, but also going to India every year of my life. And when I traveled to India, it was interesting because I would see so much death and devastation and health struggles. And I myself had my own health struggles. I felt like I had no immune system. Eventually, when I went to India, I would see that later on, people would be really suffering with the advanced stages of diabetes. And eventually I saw my grandma have a quadruple bypass. My other grandpa have a heart attack. My other grandpa have Parkinson's and have a leg amputated. And so my whole childhood, I just kept thinking, wow, what's the point of life if you work really hard, but end up with the end stages of diseases, and then all you do is disease management. And that really kind of set the path for my whole life to be obsessed with health and try to figure out ways we can build our health in new ways. And you did this by studying Ayurveda. Am I pronouncing that right? Yes, you said it, you said it beautifully. <laughs> I'm practicing. I've been practicing. So what is Ayurveda? So Ayurveda is the system of health, healing, and medicine from India that's over 5,000 years old. And so growing up visiting India, I realized, wow, there's all these systems of medicine. And we reach into certain ones like Western allopathic medicine, which is so useful. But we don't oftentimes look around at, you know, homeopathic, naturopathic, chiropractic, medical massage, Reiki, like all the other what we call complementary and alternative medical health systems that exist in the world. Um, But I'd look at them as the truly preventive lifestyle based life practices that we can lead. So Ayurveda is a system of health and it teaches us how to use diet, gut health, circadian rhythm, sleep, how we eat and detoxing as well as our own individual mind-body constitution, our dosha, as vehicles to build a healthier life that's preventive of disease. So these are ancient tools and strategies. You have a PhD in turmeric. It's very specific. Yes, I did my master's in Ayurvedic sciences. And my advisor was like, you should do a PhD if, if your whole life goal is to write books. And I said, okay. And I was going to do it on pregnancy because I was very passionate about Ayurvedic pregnancy. And then we ended up researching and my favorite other topic is inflammation and preventing diabetes. And so when I discovered that turmeric is such a powerful herb and spice, I was like, well, I'm going to study the super spice and see how we can find ways to use it. Right. And a lot of people listening have inflammation issues, me as well. So you talk about turmeric for reversing inflammation. Tell me about that. So turmeric is one of the most powerful herbs and spices and really plants in the plant kingdom that helps us when it comes to inflammation. It's anti-inflammatory. It functions on the same pathways as NSAIDs, inhibiting COX, LOX, you know, the interleukins, all the different inflammatory pathways, not all, but many of the inflammatory pathways in the body. It's also an immune modulator. So it helps with, it's an antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal. It's an antioxidant. So a lot of the reasons we eat a lot of superfoods is for their antioxidant support. And turmeric is a powerful antioxidant, but it also 
goes after the things that are causing oxidation in the system and gets rid of those as well. It's also such a powerful tool for longevity and health span, because as we age, our metabolism slows down. We have a tendency towards obesity. So it's an anti-obesity herb as well. It supports the metabolism, supports mitochondria, supports nitric oxide. And as our, what I'm studying recently is as our cells age and become senescent or aged, they sit there and start affecting all the other cells to slow down as well. And curcumin will go in there and just get rid of all the old cells so that they're not causing trouble and slowing us down. So that, I mean, sounds great, right? Antibacterial, antifungal, anti-everything. But what, I mean, is this just like sprinkling turmeric on my meals or what's the best way to consume it for this type of healing you're talking about? So what most people don't realize is when you take turmeric and you juice it, you are getting some benefit. Turmeric has a lot of benefits. But when you take turmeric, the plant, and you dry it into the powdered form, the spice form, it's more concentrated. So if you're going to eat turmeric, the spice, you should add black pepper or a healthy fat to it. But the thing is, nowadays, most people are so inflamed that regular turmeric as a food isn't going to be enough. That's like saying, oh, I ate an orange because I felt the flu coming on. One orange is not going to cut it. You're going to need a couple thousand milligrams of vitamin C to really start to feel like you gave the body support. And so the same thing applies to turmeric. Only 3% of the spice turmeric is the curcuminoids. Out of the curcuminoids, the one curcumin is the most effective at reducing inflammation. And so that's where I dove into really studying how can we use curcumin at the highest dosage, at the highest potency to drive a therapeutic result so that all of Western medicine would start to use curcumin as an adjunct solution with their patients. That's what I built about eight years ago was a formula. And my theory was if we can convince orthopedics that they can get their patients out of pain, then all of a sudden we'll have a solution for the world. And for me, so when I hurt myself, I'll have a natural solution for pain. So am I hearing like turmeric with black pepper and avocado would be a good mix? Totally. If you're going to eat turmeric, the spice, that's a great combination. And if you're going to take a turmeric supplement, then you can also take it with black pepper. Usually it's built with the black pepper in it or add a healthy fat to it. Mm. What are some other ways we can incorporate Ayurvedic practices and self-care tools day to day? Well, there's a lot of different ways. You know, I like to teach something called tea time is me time. And that's where whether you take your coffee or your tea, but every few hours throughout the day, just pause and check in with yourself and ask yourself, hey, how am I doing today? Have I planned today so I get to eat? Have I planned today so I get to take my supplements? When am I moving today? I need to move my body. And so it's so important that we build in those breaks to even acknowledge how we're doing and what needs to change for our own schedule to be sustainable for us and healthy for us. A lot of times I realize, wow, I didn't build any breaks into my day. And so now I'm going to have a really tough evening where I'm going to be dehydrated, hungry, exhausted. And that's when I'm going to reach for inflammatory foods and bad foods or unhealthy foods that don't serve. Um, so that's one, but Ayurveda actually teaches something called Dinacharya, the 12 self-care rituals that we can practice throughout the day that help us detox the body gently, that help us create more blood flow, lymphatic flow, detox our bodies every single day gently before sleep. And so I teach them as the daytime rituals and the evening rituals. 
And out of my evening rituals, I love to teach things like dry brushing, a young self-massage, and things that really give you better sleep overall. Right. And I've heard you talking about certain tools for, for sleep and sleep hygiene to clear inflammation. Yes. So what most people don't realize is sleeping at night is when we clear our inflammation. And according to the Ayurvedic clock or circadian clock, 10 to two is the time on the clock. That's twice as effective, if not more effective than that, three times more effective than sleeping during any other time window at night. So like investing in sleeping 10 to two is so important, moving your bedtime up. And then also practicing self-care rituals for that hour before bed can improve the quality of your sleep. So if you do an Epsom salt bath, that's going to give you better sleep. Taking a hot shower, so the temperature of your body drops afterwards, that will give you better sleep. Or doing dry brushing will help your body then move the lymphatic system even more and clear inflammation overnight. So, so that's like pro- giving yourself a lymphatic drainage with dry brushing? Exactly. Yeah, it can be that easy. Wow, because I've had one done before and it was like $200 more plus. Yeah. You know, self-care, I love self-care and I love going to the spa, but it can get pricey and nowadays even more so. And so this series of self-care rituals can be easy. You can like put a towel down in your bedroom or bathroom, light a candle, play some peaceful music and just do your three steps. Do your dry brushing, do your oil massage to the body and then do an Epsom salt bath. And you're going to get a lot of the same result, which is that relaxation and and that feeling of ease and letting go of the world. And then once you do that, that sleep that you get is much deeper, which is going to give you so much more benefit because that's when the body rejuvenates and recuperates. And if we sleep better, we're going to have a better day the next day, more energy, more focus, which will lead to better eating and everything else. That nighttime ritual sounds nice. Like I really could improve or even really put into place a nighttime ritual. I I kind of have a morning one where I wake up and meditate or think about what I'm grateful for, but I really focusing on the nighttime thing is something I want to do. Um, are you asleep by 10 every night? You know, my honest bedtime right now is 1030. I try to angle my house towards a 10 o'clock bedtime, but no one's listening. I have these little preteens running yeah. around. At 10 o'clock, I'm still like, guys, I told you we have to sleep and no one's listening. So I'm, <laughs> I'm pushing for earlier but I have not won yet this year. (laughs) I see. I see. I'm noticing like more and more content that's like coming up in my feeds and stuff is blending new research with a lot of these ancient practices, sort of like what you're doing is, you know, connecting the new with the old and then bridging that for people now. You know, I think that the world went from being so much more natural and holistic and organic and simple to the industrial revolution, which led to so much good, but so much machine and chemicals and pollutants and big corporations. And now all of a sudden we're having this moment. And I think the pandemic kind of highlighted it for a lot of us who slowed down a bit, but it's almost like we're looking around and we're, we haven't built a world that's actually good for us. The world that we're building at this rapid pace is just leaving us more disconnected more toxin, like more toxic, having more problems from that perspective, then all of a sudden the question is, what am I going to do to kind of combat this? Well, there was this ancient lifestyle, ancient ritual series that 
actually showed us how to live a simple, healthy, clean life and was preventive. We're turning back towards what worked because what we've created isn't the complete solution that we thought it would be. Like I turn to Western medicine when I have a problem. I totally do. They're amazing. They have great acute solutions. But when I'm like, oh, I have leaky gut, they're like, oh, uh, they don't have the deep answers that I need. And the answers are multidimensional. The answer to leaky gut, for example, is probiotics, prebiotic foods, honoring the gut, reducing stress, fix your sleep, adjust your diet, cut your inflammations. It's, it's a multi-step process. And that's where we need to look more toward, towards ancient practices that already had these toolkits for us. You mentioned the gut. What is gut dysbiosis and how turmeric can affect that? Sure. So gut dysbiosis just means gut health being off, the gut bacteria having an imbalance, damage to the gut lining, damage to that beautiful balance of gut bacteria. And it's going to be common that most people have gut dysbiosis, especially in modern day times. Most of us grew up and took a lot of antibiotics because when we had colds, they thought that, that was the best way to just get it fixed fast. Most of us have had stressful events in our lives and stress can take a huge toll on our gut microbiome. Many of us have had different viruses, environmental toxins, or things that have come in that have caused damage to the gut lining. And when we're younger, the gut lining and the gut knows how to repair itself better. It's more resilient. And then as we age, our body slows down and is slower to repair these things. And that's where people start to experience more of the symptoms of gut dysbiosis, such as IBS. So many people are suffering from gut issues, are always bloated, always not feeling well. And so those signals from your body, if you eat and you're always bloated, if you eat and you're getting constipated every single day, if you are having bowel movements that are not great, these are all signs that your body is telling you something and you need to calibrate with the body. And so Ayurveda teaches us that we've got to reduce systemic inflammation. We've got to support that gut lining. So curcumin from turmeric is one great way to support the gut health. Ginger is another great way. Honoring sleep as the time that you repair, reducing stress, eating a diet that's more gut friendly in terms of prebiotic and probiotic rich foods is very helpful. Cutting the inflammatory foods that are like causing constant damage the gut lining is another key piece. And then really looking into what is the root cause issue causing the gut dysbiosis in the first place. If we're not going to fix it, we're not going to win at it. And so even I go to functional medicine and, and my own functional medicine doctor sits me down and says, Shivani, this is called stress. You're causing dysbiosis due to stress. And I'm like, doc, don't you get it? I'm finally winning in my business this year. Like it's been eight years and I'm finally winning. And she's like, well, you can have gut dysbiosis that you cause all by yourself, or you can manage this. And I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> well, congratulations on everything you're doing and how, like how, I mean, I have anxiety. I know a lot of my listeners do too. And, uh, you know, it's the holiday season. There's a lot of stress, family stress. Like how do you reduce your stress? You know, it's a practice and my practice is sleep first, like must be asleep by 1030, but also do the things that improve that quality of sleep. So I, an hour before am already like no more laptop. I have wound the whole house down, all the chores and everything are done. 
So that last hour should be for reading or just like wrapping things up, self-care. If I do, I always take a hot shower or use my heating pad. I end my day with a cup of deep sleep tea because it has all the adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha and brummi that are going to calm my mind down from the day, calm my system down. That way I'll invest in a better night's sleep. Because otherwise, when I'm anxious and doing too much in my life, which happens in the holiday season especially, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and my first thought will be, oh my God, I didn't move the elf. Or, oh my God, I didn't do this other thing. And and then you stay awake, right? So I have sleep cream, sleep formula, sleep tea. Like I have a big toolkit for perfect sleep to guarantee that I get to stay asleep. And I just kind of play with what I use on a given night. Like I'll try this, try that. I try not to rely on all of them at once. I also make sure I'm moving every day because otherwise that stress accumulates and I have no way to release it. So every other day I lift heavy, heavy for me, moderate to heavy. And then every other day that I'm not exercising, I force myself to get outside in nature and walk. Even though I want to work more, do more, the walk is necessary. Otherwise that stress piles up. From Ayurveda, nature heals everything. Like the more we move in nature, the more we're going to balance our hormones, balance our mind, reduce anxiety, heal the gut, like get vitamin D. Nature does all. So I do that as well. And then I reach into my toolkit. You know, I'm taking during the holidays extra turmeric because the more I reduce inflammation, the better I feel. I reach into my different teas and herbs and adaptogens across the board and take them throughout the day to keep myself calibrated and supported as well. Yes, I preach to my parents about walking. It's like so important. And then I can feel like just the stress like coming out of my limbs, like literally. (laughs) So such great stuff. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you want to add? I think we have the ability to build our health and vibrant health each and every day. And we're sovereign. Like we have this ability to get in there and intuitively sit with ourselves and understand what's going on here. What are my underlying issues? What are the causes of this? And what are the shifts I have to make in my schedule and in my life so that I can start to win at this? And I'm definitely having one of those years where everything is working. And then sometimes I ask myself, why am I so lucky this year? What's happening? And I think it's just, if you build consistent, healthy lifestyle practices, Ayurveda shows us we can have this physical health that's amazing. Thus, our emotional health is even better. Our mental health is better. And then our spiritual alignment is that much clearer. And thus, everything that we want in life comes towards us. We're able to magnetize it. And so that's my message to everyone is prevention is so important. Longevity and health span is important. But also for us to get what we want in life, we need to build that vibrant health that builds the vibration of us feeling our best so that we can build our absolute best life that we dream of. I literally got chills right now. I'm not kidding. Dr. Shivani Gupta, thanks so much for joining Chronic. It's been awesome talking to you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Take care. That was Dr. Shivani Gupta. You can find out more at shivanigupta.com. This song is Blood Pedal by Blue Dot Sessions. I'm your host, Crystal Chavez. You've been listening to Chronic. Thank you for your weekly downloads, your kind words, all of it. Until next time.